Welcome to your journey of healing with the Healing Podcast, hosted by licensed clinician Monique Oway and co-host Dr. Amber Moan. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Healing Podcast. I am your host, Monique Oway, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host here, Dr. Amber Moan. Okay, so today's topic is poor decision-making. So, we want to talk about what it means, you know, basically make a poor decision is basically you're not thinking things through, right? You're just making decisions that probably, if it's a poor decision, that means it's not really resulting in some positive consequences. It's having some negative effects on your life or maybe on other people's lives. And you just keep making these poor choices and decisions, right? So if I can ask you, Dr. Moan, why do people make poor decisions? Why do they do that? So there are a lot of reasons as to why people make poor decisions, but just to name a few, a lot of times people act on emotions rather than, you know, thinking things out. You know, um, they could be under stress. And when you're under stress, sometimes you're not, you know, thinking as clearly as you should. Peer pressure. Sometimes you're not thinking for yourself. You're letting other people think for you. And just multitasking, you know, doing too much, you know, having a lot of things going on. You don't always make the best decisions in those instances. You know, that is true, Dr. Moan. You know, with something you said about, you know, peer pressure and not really thinking through it, maybe other people kind of maybe pressured you into making that decision, if I'm thinking about that. And I think, you know, that does happen. Sometimes we wouldn't have made that decision if we would have kind of made, like, not been influenced so much by what other, someone else said, right? Like our emotions get involved. So this people say, you should do this, you should do that, and then you just do it without thinking it through, right? So that can lead to a poor decision, as Dr. Moan said. Like, so influence can be a big part in you making poor decisions for yourself. I'll say also, you know, I'm adding ego. Sometimes when you have a lot of pride and ego, you make these decisions to make yourself look good, but then you realize that wasn't a thing to do. You just concerned, you were concerned about how you looked, the image you had, your ego and pride got in the way. So you made a poor decision. So that can also play a factor in you making these decisions that are not that great, you know, because here's the thing, right? It wouldn't matter if it wasn't a negative consequence. The problem is there's negative consequences to that. You know, when you make poor decisions, you know, some negative things come out of that, you know, like, well, let me go real extreme. You might end up in jail or prison because you made a poor decision to follow somebody. You did a bad deal, whatever, and you stole money or whatever you did. And now you ended up with a court case or in prison or jail, right? So that's the consequence of poor decision making. Another consequence of poor decision making is people don't trust you. They don't trust you because you have fallen short. You keep making these decisions that have affected other people's lives. And now people don't want to deal with you. So you end up being isolated because of it, because people don't trust you, that you always make these decisions that have caused other people to suffer, right? You don't take the time to think of other people. It's mainly you don't think it through. You just, this is what I'm going to do, Dr. Monsell, for emotions or people influence you, you make it. And then everybody else has to deal with it, including yourself with the negative consequence of it. You know, that is sometimes an effect of making a poor decision. Is Dr. Moan, did you have something about an effect of poor decisions? Was there another, did you have an yeah, effect of I mean, poor decisions? Yeah, I mean, people lose their houses and families because of poor decision making. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so. they do. They do. They do because they don't think it through, right? So, go. I mean, the thing is, there's consequences to it. So, look, we all have decisions to make in life. It's, it's every day. We, we got to make, we have choices and we got to make a decision about the choice. And we make mistakes. We get it. But the problem is, you have to take a pause and think about this thing that I'm doing right now, what is going to be the next thing that happens after it? You know, if I steal this money, I might be able to benefit from the money. I could buy some things, might be able to pay a bill off, right, Dr. Mm -hmm. Moan? But if I get caught 
from the person. Let's say I stole it from a friend or family. Well, now I lost their trust, mm -hmm. right? They don't trust me anymore to come around them because I stole from them. So while I paid off that bill or bought something I wanted, now I have lost my family and friends mm -hmm. because they don't trust me. If I stole from a job, well, now I'm going to get fired. Mm -hmm. So while you paid that one bill off, that was cool. You got that out the way. But now you don't have another check coming in. Now, at least right away until you get another job. But now can you use them as a reference? Probably not because they're going to say that you stole from them. So think about the consequence of poor decision-making is it's going to affect your life. It's going to cause whatever you thought you were going to gain from a decision is ultimately going to have the adverse effect on your life, right? So you have to remember that's one of the effects of poor decision-making is that ultimately it will affect your life in a negative way versus the positive way with what you thought it would. So just consider that today. Consider that your decisions affect the rest of your life they shape the rest of your life sometimes sometimes it does it's a permanent the thing you did made a permanent decision that it caused now there is no turning back from it but paying the consequence so before we go into some ways of you know how you can get away from doing that and doing better with your decision making let's go ahead and make a segue here and go into you guessed it the situation dr mo what is our situation for today all right thank you monique okay guys here is our situation Dear Healing Podcast, I think I am in love with a significantly younger woman. Maybe not in love, but a strong like. By significantly younger, I mean there is an age gap about 16 to 17 years. I'm in my 50s. I know her because we are part of the same social group slash club. I have not shared this because I know many people would frown upon this. Even I am shocked about it. It's just that she is beautiful, mature, and wise. Sometimes when I hear her speak, she shares wisdom that some women my age don't express. Am I wrong to think I would have a chance to date her? Wow, interesting. Um, and I'm sure there are other people in your same position. So thank you for trusting the Healing Podcast for some answers. I can't say whether you're, you, are, you, are, you are right or wrong when it comes to, you know, having a chance with her. That is something that, you know, she's going to have to answer. So you said that you're in your 50s, so 16 to 17 years younger would put her in her 30s. So you are both grown and consenting adults. And so my thing is, is that you're going to have to talk to her, you know, tell her how you feel. And she's going to make that decision. And when it comes to what people think, I mean, you know, I'm sure, you know, you know, people think things about other people all the time, negative things. But how does that affect you and your happiness? Are you going to let someone possibly slip, slip away because of what somebody else thinks? I would hope not. And if, you know, the answer is yes, I'm going to say absolutely not. If, you know, you're infatuated with this woman, like it sounds like you are, you know, and you're in the, you know, same club or group, you know, you never know. She might be feeling the same way about you. So the only, my only suggestion is, is to talk to her, you know, tell her how you feel. Maybe not, you know, in the exact, you know, way you wrote the letter, but, you know, in the only way you know how to. So, Monique, what do you think? Well, thank you, Dr. Moan, for what you shared. Thank you, listener, for writing into the Healing Podcast. Well, what I'll say is, um, I don't know if you're necessarily wrong for feeling the way you feel, right? You feel how you feel. You can't control that. that that's how you feel. If you're attracted to this uh, woman, this lady, you're just attracted to her. It is what it is. The thing is, do you want to tell her that? Well, one, <laughs> right? Well, here's the thing. It depends. If it's just an attraction, you just like her, not a big deal. You're not thinking of anything. I don't know if you have to share it with her. It could just be your own little thing. But if you're really thinking, like you said, you might want to date her. Well, here's the thing. You got to stop. You can't put other people's opinion in there in the forefront. It's really not going to be up to other people's opinion. It's going to be up to her. Right. So one, consider this. 
be okay with her response. She may say yes, and you guys can try it out, but she may say no. You just have to be okay with that and be okay with the fact if she does say no, are you going to be okay with her deciding to say no? Doesn't mean anything is wrong with you. Just means she wasn't ready for that type of relationship. But I want you to consider this. When there's a significant age gap sometimes, realize things will change and that gap can play a role. Meaning right now you're in your 50s, you said. So I'm going to give you mid 50s. Let's say you're 55. That means she's like 40, right? 39, 40. Okay. But when you turn 60 something or 70 and she's like in her 50s, what she may desire and what you need are going to be different. So take that into account that sometimes we want the younger person because where they're more exciting, they have their selves together and that's for the moment things change. Same thing. She may go with, you might, might like the older person because they're more stable, they're secure, they're more understanding. That's cool. Just, just always take into account things change. So what you were expecting from them in the beginning may not be what you can offer at the later on. Just take that into consideration. But as far as people's opinion, People's opinion doesn't matter. It's about what you and her decide. If you really like her like that, I mean, honesty doesn't hurt. I think you should always be honest with people and just let her know this is how you've been feeling. You think she's attractive. I mean, you didn't say anything that was kind of out the way. I think just let her know and let her make your her decision. Okay. So I hope that helps you. And we thank you for writing into the healing podcast and sharing your situation with us. If you're interested in sharing your situation, please go to the healingpodcast.com and hit the contact tab, fill out that little form there. Or go to support, email support at thehealingpodcast.com and you can share your situation. We'll try to get it read on one of our episodes and give you some tips. Before we go back into our topic about poor decision making, we want to make sure mention our sponsor, which is healingexpressionsllc.com. Please contact healingexpressionsllc.com if you're interested in some therapeutic services and see if you can book an appointment today. So going back into our topic of poor decision making, let's talk about some, we talked about what it means, what it looks like, you know, the effects of it. Let's go into some ways you can stop doing those things. Stop making those poor decisions. Before we go into the healing tips, Dr. Mo, anything overall about poor decision-making that you would like to share before we talk about how they can stop it? No. No? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So talk about how they can stop poor decision-making. Well, let's look at this. I want to start with this. I want you to stop avoiding reality. Stop avoiding what the real situation is. Sometimes you're making a poor decision because you just have this fantasy of what reality is. And it's like, no, that's not reality. Reality is this is your life right now, just right now. And you have to make a decision according to your life. Meaning like financially, you want to live in a certain area, but financially right now you can't afford that area because right now your situation is you make this certain level of income, but guess what you can do? You can get a better job that pays more and you might be able to live in that area. But if you jump and buy that, go get that house or apartment when you have this income when they request a lot more for a payment that's going to put you in a hole and you might end up losing that house or getting for on on getting foreclosed on or losing that apartment getting evicted so consider that right so basically live in reality a second thing i want to tell you stop living in the past sometimes we're making poor decisions that we're so stuck in the past we're so stuck on things that happened before that we end up making a poor decision that's going to affect the rest of our future so stop living in the past recognize something happened in your past Deal with that, but don't make a decision off of it, especially if that thing is not affecting you right now. Like that thing already happened. It's not an issue, but you made a decision because of it. So you got to stop living in the past. Stop making excuses about why you can't, why you should do this, why this is a good thing. Stop justifying to yourself why this decision is a good thing when you make an excuse to not do the right thing. That's an excuse. So stop making excuses. I mean, so Dr. Mo, what what would you say are some healing tips to stop making poor decisions? So I think it's important to seek good information. Sometimes we just believe whatever people tell us. Oh, you know, crypto is 
is <laughs> is going to split next week. And then you go and you take your whole, you know, life savings, savings and put it in. You know, have you did you do your research? Did you, you know, is what they say correct? Seek information for yourself. And we do that a lot. Avoid common pitfalls. You know, stop doing the same things over and over, you know, over again. Check in with yourself. Where am I at? Okay, let me, let, you know, based on, let's see, let's look at all of 2021. What decisions did I make that didn't work out for me? So I won't do it in 2022. Simple things. Take care of yourself so that, you know, you won't be in desperate situations. If you, you know, if you, if you can analyze things well, you know, think, look at these situations, make plans and then make your decisions. That's what I have on you. Definitely. Thank you, Dr. Moan. You know, I'm going to uh, piggyback there that, you know, seek out advice, do research. You can't get all your advice from social media. Okay. All your advice is not just from Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. You have to do some research beyond Google. Just because it's on the internet does not make it true. Read a book, do some research, read some articles, get a book, uh, talk to a person that is an expert, expert in that area. You know, you want to go into stocks or crypto, talk to someone who does it so that you can do it the right way versus you trying to operate on yourself. One thing is you communicate with people, okay? Stop trying to do things on yourself and you make a poor decision that's going to affect your life and others. Communicate with people. Communicate with a wise person that can give you some wisdom and then make your decision, you know, versus you just going off of what's in your head and your emotions. And then next thing you know, you're in a fire or a pitfall thinking like, why did I do that? Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Okay. I want you to also quit refusing to listen to good advice. Sometimes we get the good advice, but we're so stuck in our emotions. This is what I want to do, what I want to do, how I want to do it. Knowing that that good advice was there though, that you should maybe take a pause. It's not that you can't do that thing, but maybe you should take a pause into how you do that thing. Maybe you got to wait a little bit before you do that thing. Okay. So be patient. Don't be impulsive either. Okay. When you're impulsive, you're going to make a bad decision, which is really going to cause a whirlwind of problems. Okay. So Dr. Moon said, talk to people, get advice, do research. I'm saying stop living in the past, stop avoiding reality. Okay. And get with a therapist to help you get with a therapist or a life coach to help you sort out the, the choices and what's going on in your thoughts so that you can make a better decision. Okay. So I hope that was helpful to you. Dr. Moon, anything else about poor decision-making? All right. Thank you so much. Well, you guys, before you go, you know, I have to leave you with something. Want to make sure you carry something for your day and to kind of just think about and meditate on. So let's just think about that right now. So, and that is sometimes it is the smallest decisions that can change your life forever. That is by Carrie Russell. Sometimes it's the smallest decisions that can change your life forever. So consider that. Think about that. We thank you for tuning into the Healing Podcast, and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.